0: What's up everybody, Josh Tapp here again, and welcome back to the Lucky Titan podcast. So today we have productivity expert, Brittany Dixon on the mic. Brittany's here to share with us how to increase revenue and how to triple our productivity. Brittany will be sharing with us many different tools we can use today to start increasing the productivity of our business and increasing that revenue immediately. So Brittany, let's hop right in. All right, Brittany, so tell us something about yourself that most people don't know.
1: Yeah. So I actually became an accidental entrepreneur. Um, I actually don't have any family members. I had no one growing up that was an entrepreneur. Um, none of my family went to college. I grew up in a low income family and I just, I never saw this possibility for myself. And once I found it, I like, I got hooked and I was like, I have to make this work. So, (laughs) um, yeah, I mean, I've told, I've told some people that, but it's, it's not something that I, I put out there a whole lot. So that's something, something they don't know. (laughs)
0: Well, ninety-five percent of entrepreneurs, when they were a kid or in high school, already had a business going, right? So, yeah, you're, you're one of the few in the crowd who is like, "Hey, I'm an adult, and now I'm a yeah. business owner." <laughs>
1: it's funny; I've actually already tried to turn my twins into entrepreneurs. We're talking about business planning for their lemonade stand next summer, so that'll be fun.
0: <laughs> I love it. That's a that's a pretty good business model for kids these days. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Awesome. I love it. Well, Brittany, let's hop in and you start. How about you give us a little bit of background on yourself and kind of where you're at now?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, So, I'm actually from a small town in Ohio. It's London, Ohio. So, not the cool London. I don't have the accent, but um, you should just say you're from London. (laughs) Right. I say that, and then people are like, where's your accent? And I'm like, well, it's not the cool London. Sorry. So anyway, it's outside of Columbus, Ohio. So I'm Central Ohio here. Um, but like I said, I kind of I I was wedding and event planning when I first kind of got into my career. I worked in hospitality and food service for a little bit and kind of transitioned into that. I've always been that like type A, super organized, planning-oriented person. Um, I was like that 16-year-old with color-coded binders and everyone (laughs) made fun of. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, sorry, this is just how my brain works. Um, And then I thought the, the wedding planning side would be really fun because I get to put kind of my planning and organizing skills to use, but also plan really awesome events. Uh, quickly found out that the wedding side was not my jam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you had to manage a lot of personalities and people and family and bridesillas and vendors, and it, it was just a lot. Plus nights and weekends uh, didn't really fit into my long-term plans, didn't really want to work those crazy hours. Uh, so I worked for a corporate restaurant doing the same thing after that and kind of dived into the corporate event side, event planning side, um, did a lot of catering and in-house events and really just managed the, the planning process and organization and back end of that. Um, another part of the accidental entrepreneur piece is I actually got fired from that job because I was an out of the box thinker. Uh, so I was doing things that were different than our corporate office had done previously and they just weren't okay with that apparently. So (laughs) at the time, obviously it wasn't a great thing that happened, but now I can look back and say that it was the best thing that ever happened because I was able to do what I'm doing now. So, um, Essentially, I started the business as a backup plan while I was working at that corporate job, never thinking that I would really do much with it. It was going to be like a side hustle, whatever. And then when I got fired, it became plan A. I actually organized people's houses to begin with. I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to put my organizing skills to use. I've got twins at home. So I targeted all of my twin mom friends because I'm like, you have twins too. So I know you need to organize your life. Um... Got into that and then essentially found out I didn't know what the heck I was doing running a business. So searched for business coaches online. Um, Didn't know it at the time, but got retargeted on Facebook by, you know, about a thousand of them. (laughs) (laughs) And then started looking into it because I'm like, what is this world? Like, how do these people all have their own online business? Like, how are they doing this? This is amazing. So I ended up hiring one in a group Group coaching capacity. And um, she essentially was like, Hey, you could totally bring your like organizing and productivity and planning skills and have some sort of online business to help business owners. So kind of what I did, I, it took me about nine months to kind of stumble through what that looked like, and what the business looked like, and learning digital marketing and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, but finally landed on what I'm doing now because I saw so many business owners, myself included at the time, hitting the ceiling as to what they could do with their business because there was so much disorganization and lack of processes and like systems in the back end of the business. And kind of put two and two together. I'm like, oh, that's what I'm really good at. So let's try to monetize this. Um, So I kind of became the Trello girl, put my own systems inside a project management tool called Trello, and it kind of spiraled from there. So that's really what I do is I, I help entrepreneurs essentially increase their revenue and triple productivity without working outrageous hours throughout the day
0: which is incredible. So yeah. I, I do have to ask you, it's a very bold claim and I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so tripling productivity. So let's let's delve into that and talk about how you're able to do that because yeah. in all reality, if you're tripling productivity, you should be pretty much tripling your revenue, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, For sure. Um, so, so many entrepreneurs come to me and essentially they have everything in their head. They're the person that's doing every single area of the business. They're doing all the jobs. Um, they're, they've got like 30,000 notebooks laying around with sticky notes and... <laughs> cards all over the place. Like all of this stuff is just because your business is so fast paced. That's just how it happens. right? Right. So then they get to this point in revenue where they can scale and they can bring people on, but because it's all lived in their head or it's all on paper scattered across their office, it makes it really hard for you to bring on additional people to then scale up your revenue and scale the clients that you can take on. So, what I help my clients do is really put tools in place to help them condense all of their tasks and their projects and their strategy and planning and metrics and financials and kind of put it all into a couple different spaces so that. It's all accessible for them. It's easy to use. They've got a checklist of what they need to be doing on a daily, weekly, monthly basis so that it's very consistent. Um, And then they can bring on people like virtual assistants or bring on someone on their team to help them sell because they've got CRMs in place that house all their leads instead of notebooks and Excel sheets. Um, So really just organizing all of that information into specific tools to help them bring on team members and scale.
0: I love that. Yeah. Well, so when, when you're starting out with people, because what you just said is literally me, I have, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a whiteboard guy. I mean, we have whiteboards yep. everywhere. Um, but my, my method of organization is taking pictures after I brain dump on a whiteboard and, and then I save it. <laughs> yeah, for uh, we sure. put it in Excel sheets and everything. So what's kind of the first steps you do with people when, when you start working with them?
1: Yeah, so I kind of have my whole road to scalability method where um, I, I have a more holistic approach to this. Like, I don't want to just come in and give you a software and say, here, here you go. This will work for whatever. I really want to look at what their business goals are for the next five years, 10 years, like bigger picture stuff, um, because I'm, I'm really good at putting that basically creating that big puzzle out of these different pieces and areas of their business. So um, what I will do is come in and really ask tons of questions and figure out what has worked for them in the past, what hasn't worked, uh, what they want the business to look like, um, if they're a more visual person versus a a list person, uh, if they need that whiteboard type of stuff, like figuring out a way that that's still scalable and you can still bring people on to that. So really that whole recognition phase of figuring out that assessment piece and what's going on right now. Um, then we really can dive into optimizing and figuring out which systems and which tools and which softwares and things we can bring into the business to help them scale, take things off of their plate, things like that. Um, and then we kind of dive into automation and, and documenting processes. So
0: that's so awesome. Yeah. Well, so what are what are some of the tools that you recommend to people? I mean, if they're just starting out, because most of us, I, I mean, especially. You know starting out entrepreneurs where they're like, okay, I don't have the budget to to afford all these tools. They usually go to like Excel or yeah. you know Google Docs for a lot of their organizations. So what are some of the tools that you recommend to people?
1: For sure. Um so I will fight for a CRM to the death over top of an Excel sheet. Um <laughs> myself included using a CRM, I've seen 35 40% increase in revenue because the fortunes in the follow-up. Um, so if you're not actually following up with people on a consistent basis, you're literally leaving money on the table. Uh, myself included, I would message people in Facebook, in LinkedIn, in wherever, and they were interested and then one of us got distracted, right? And then I'm scrolling back through and I'm like, oh my God, they wanted to get on a call with me and I did nothing with that. Um, <laughs> and that's how, I mean, so many people operate that way. So my favorite CRM is pipe drive because while it does have a cost attached to it, I think they start at like $15 a month and kind of go up from there. Um, I'm paying $29 a month and there's automation included in everything. You just have to think about what is one lead worth to you. And if that CRM helps you close one additional lead, the ROI on that is absolutely amazing yeah. um so pipe is my absolute favorite i am actually a certified consultant so i can shoot you a link that they can get like a extended trial if anyone wants to test it out um yeah shoot me that link
0: and i'll put it in the description yeah as well.
1: it's it's super easy to use i mean you can add a lead into the system within 15 seconds um they have a really awesome app that's super mobile friendly if you're on the go a lot um they also have a LinkedIn in extension so if you do any kind of prospecting on LinkedIn, you can actually add your LinkedIn contacts to your CRM within 15 seconds. Um, and there's automation included in one of a couple of their packages that also creates automatic follow-up tasks so that you don't have to worry about that, but the, your leads aren't slipping through the cracks. So um, that's one of my favorite tools. And I think something that's crucial, even if you are brand new, because it's going to help you keep track of all your leads in one space.
0: Yeah. That's so awesome. So that's the first tool you'd recommend just yeah. dumping everything into that. <laughs>
1: for sure. For sure. Um, second one, if, even if you're like brand new, you have to have some sort of like project and task management tool that isn't your Google calendar notebooks and sticky notes. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, now don't get me wrong. Like I am a Google girl all the way. I use Google calendar and live by it. Um, but you have to have something that you can create checklists and detailed workflows in and, um, everything. Every task has, you know, fifteen subtasks that have to be done with that. Um, so my favorite that I use now is Asana. And I I used to use Trello. I was a Trello girl for a long time. We talked about that a little bit before, but, (laughs) um, so you betrayed betrayed Trello. (laughs) I did. I did. And I will still recommend Trello to people starting out, um, because it's a really awesome free tool. It's very visual. So anybody that's creative, it works really well for them. Um, so I'll definitely still recommend that, but I had to kind of up level because I had multiple projects going on and things. So Asana just worked better for me because I was able to just do more with with it. So, yeah. but you have to have something like that, even if you only create like one project and it's literally just a list of things for you because it just allows you to stay on track. So for me, I plan my week on Fridays or Saturdays. I map out my entire next week of everything that's going on and I can tell exactly what I need to be doing to get to my goals. Um, now, not to say that Monday comes along and Tuesday looks completely different. Cause that happens. Um, I actually have a whole method for how I kind of wrap up my day to kind of make sure that next day is, is good to go. But, um, it's just, you've got all this stuff floating in your head, which causes anxiety. It keeps you up at night. You're like, Oh gosh, I forgot to send that thing to that client or, Oh my gosh, I have a meeting tomorrow that I'm not prepared for. And this just really helps keep you on track to make sure you're getting stuff done and, and being productive.
0: Yeah. Which is honestly like one of the most important parts yeah. there. So, <laughs> so, uh, I do have to ask you though, um, why why, why should they be using a software like this instead of just, you know, having like a, a written planner or something?
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, this kind of goes back to the scalability piece of this, right? So once you get to the point that you have enough revenue that you can bring on like a virtual assistant or someone to help with some of those back end admin tasks, um, unless you have someone in person, which a lot of us entrepreneurs typically don't, we work from home and have virtual people help us or contractors. Um, when you get to that point, you can't, I mean, you can't share notebooks with someone across the country, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could take pictures and like, like send them to them, but then you're having to update stuff. So um, it really just cuts back on the, the friction and the time that it takes to actually get stuff done. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people with like written planners or people that write stuff out, like they'll write out a whole list and then they don't get stuff done. So then the next day they'll rewrite half the stuff that was on the list prior (laughs) plus new things. And it's like this whole, like you're rewriting stuff. And while it might just be 10 seconds, 20 seconds, whatever, like that adds up and it's super inefficient. So, um, it's definitely a scalability piece so that you can start scaling your business and bringing on more people.
0: Yeah. Well, and I mean, I know for myself, one of the reasons I haven't ever done that, I mean, we've done certain, Aspects of productivity, but I know for myself, I'm always like, oh, I just don't have time to do it. So, what's usually your response to that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so that is the biggest thing I hear from people is, oh, I don't have time to set that up. And what people don't realize is that that little bit of invested time in the front end will make you time on the back end. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, Because you're not rewriting lists, because you're not like sending additional emails. Uh, These tools also allow you to communicate with your team inside of there which cuts back on email. I actually don't ever get emails from any of my team members. um, And I typically don't get a lot of emails from clients either, just because of how we work. Um, So all the communication can happen in there. And it's just an all-in-one place where you can keep ideas and tasks and projects and processes, and it's super fast and easy to find stuff.
0: Yeah, that's really awesome. So
1: you don't have time, but if you do it, you can make yourself time.
0: (laughs) Well, and and I think the point that even you're getting to, I mean, long run for most people, that's probably going to result in hours saved every week. Oh,
1: absolutely. And it'll
0: take you, you know, two, three, maybe five hours, max. Absolutely.
1: It's yeah, putting in that time. And, and it's not like trying to perfect it all in one go, right? It's, it's really finding what works for you so that you can get more stuff done right now. And then you can build on it. And then you can start putting your processes in there. I actually have an entire process board where it has checklists of how to do pretty much everything in my business, because then I can send a virtual assistant there and say, hey, to pitch me on a podcast, this is what this looks like to do a workshop. Here are the 15 different steps. Um, and it just the scalability and saving time. And I I can't even tell you even just the mind load, like the stuff that's in my head, it's not there. Like it's in Asana, and I know it's there for me whenever the due date is on it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which I love. Well, so, and then you've actually built out, I told you I was going to pitch this for you. So, you know, here you go (laughs) Um, is the VIP intensives. I mean, you Mm -hmm. use this as a way to sit down with people and put them through a process. So walk us through a little bit how that works.
1: Yeah, so I'm all about acronyms. So VIP actually stands for Very Important Process Intensive. Um, (laughs) So
0: essentially,
1: um, we would go and start through that kind of road to scalability method I talked about and figure out what's working, what's not working, what tool we're going to put in place for essentially the system that is the bottleneck in your business. So If it's something like I don't have task lists and I use notebooks, maybe let's put a project management tool in place. And essentially we'll work together for a half day. We'll set that all up for you together. um, I do it all virtually through Zoom. We'll set it up, we'll put your tasks in there, we'll brain dump, we'll start mapping stuff out as far as tasks and projects for the next 90 days um, and really give you a good baseline to start on. Um, I I can also do that for a CRM. You don't have a CRM, let's put one in place and make it work for you so that you can close more leads and make more money. Um, Um, So really whatever that bottleneck is, is kind of where we would focus and try to fix.
0: See, what I really appreciate about that as an entrepreneur is being able to, I mean, for me, the daunting task to me is where do I put it? What yep. tasks do I put into place? You know, I, I know I have 5,000 of them, but that's, that's the value of someone like you who can come in and say, you need this, 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 and this in order to, to reach your goals.
1: Yeah, it's actually one of the biggest things I get from people is they're like, there's so many project management tools. Which one do I choose? There's so many CRMs. Which one's the best? And that's one of the things I'm really good at is based on your business goals, picking the right CRM that's good for you now, but also good for you in five years so that you're not having to switch different softwares.
0: Yeah. Which I mean that the value of that alone, just, I mean, the time saving for a lot of us
1: is (laughs) all the research. And then you're like, Oh my goodness, which one do I pick? This one's better, but it doesn't have this. And like, it's, it's a whole, whole process.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think that's the huge value that you bring to the table for most of us is just being able to sit down and say, let's knock it out in an afternoon. I mean, if you can do that, I mean, I think almost anybody would be like, take my money, right? Yeah,
1: and it's, it's funny. I, I tried to model as retainer at first where we would work together just like one hour a week for like a longer period of time. And mm. what I found is that it was just way too long and drawn out and people were like, I just need this thing fixed so I can get back to doing the thing. So right. I shifted that. And instead of working four hours in a month, we do four hours in the afternoon and <laughs> really ready to go. So.
0: Well, I think that's the bane of being an entrepreneur. Is we're like, yeah. <laughs> I would rather just do it right now and get it over with.
1: <laughs> we're yes, a pull the band aid sure. off fast
0: type of type of crowd, right? <laughs>
1: for sure, for sure. Especially if it's going to make you more money, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's that's the huge value to it. Yeah, well, awesome. Sure. Well, thanks so much for sharing that with us and everything. Absolutely. So you've been able to now create a business around this, and you've been. You know, growing and kind of helping these different clients to be able to to build out their productivity yeah. software and everything. So, what what um what are you currently doing right now? Like, what's your passion project right now?
1: Um yeah, so I've actually been doing a lot of volunteering because I've been able to free up a lot of my time with having great systems in place. Um, so I volunteered for a couple um, local nonprofits here. I work with a business called Small Biz Cares, and they partner up with lots of different businesses here in the Columbus. area. Ohio area um, so that's been really fun and then I actually do some volunteering for the Byron Sounders Foundation where essentially they're collecting food for the less fortunate that can't um, like have a Thanksgiving meal so yeah. I actually just did some of that in the past couple weeks so really just leveraging my time to be able to do some volunteer opportunities has been huge and then um, I just launched my podcast too which I feel like is a super value add for a lot of people even if they can't ever come to me and work with me um, I want to be able to 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 reach more people and be able to scale that.
0: Which is so awesome. So tell us a little bit about the podcast, then.
1: Yeah, so it's called the Process for Profit Show. Um, essentially, one time a month, I as of now, um, I, will, <laughs> I will interview other entrepreneurs and kind of talk through their journey as business owners, but also how systems have allowed them to scale um, and some of the different areas that they've kind of spent time and money on to invest in systems, uh, but also really just figure out like what was the benefit of that, and do they have productivity hacks or efficiency efficiency things that they can give to people. Um, so I'll do the interviews and then um, I do a solo show typically once a week and I kind of just talk through a specific area. So I talk about CRMs a lot and the different areas of that, um, but also process documentation because no <laughs> one does that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I could probably launch like a five episode series on that um, and how to document your processes so you can start scaling. So essentially I'm just talking about all the back-end business operations and how to be more efficient
0: which is so awesome. And, how long are your episodes on average?
1: Yeah, so typically 20 to 30 minutes because most of my entrepreneurs are super busy and have 80 million things to do on their paper to-do list. So so I've got to get the information there quickly. Um, They're very action oriented, like go do these things and this will help you kind of thing. Um, And then I have been doing little quick like productivity power up episodes. Um, People seem to love them. So I'm probably going to have to keep them or ramp them up, (laughs) Um, but we're just in season one. So so we're still kind of like playing around and seeing what people like so yeah,
0: yeah. well and that's the best part that's that's the funnest stage because you just say hey what do you want and I'll give it to you
1: <laughs> yeah for sure and then figuring out what day they want to listen and all the analytics and all that kind of stuff's fun
0: which is so awesome yeah. well so before we sign off though today Brittany give us one last parting piece of guidance and then let us know how we can connect with you obviously with your podcast sure. as well for
1: sure um document your processes. Even if it's in a notebook and you're not using systems, document when you're doing new things, because then when it comes time to pass those off, the training of the new person is going to be so much faster. Um, They have amazing tools for this. You've got Loom. You can do screen recordings and just talk through whatever you're doing, Uh, but just find a place to document stuff so that you can grow. Um, and then people can find me pretty much all over. Uh, my main company is Brittany and co-consulting. So I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Um, and then the podcast and my VIP intensives at, uh, processforprofit.co. So I'm Brittany and co and process for Profit. profits, kind of like a sub brand under the, the main consulting firm.
0: Awesome. Well, Brittany, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm going to put this all in the, in the show notes so people can reach out to you and everything. So
1: thank you so much for having me. It's been tons of fun.
0: The number one needle mover in my business is joint venture partnerships. Growing a following can be time consuming and frustrating. For that reason, we created the tribe of Titans, the world's first joint venture matching platform. Using this free platform, you can find guests for a podcast, YouTube channel, or Facebook group, or you can promote your brand product or service in one simple place. You can create your free account at tribe.theluckytitan.com. Once again, that's tribe.theluckytitan.com.